You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe. I'm the lonesome stranger that just randomly shows up to record every once in a while. Hey, Brad's back. <laughs> Good, because I couldn't get Amanda to watch this shit. <laughs> Why? It was great. Like, I I had not watched any of the trailers or anything, and it uh, just, like, it's everything I wanted. <laughs> well, before we get into the this uh, week's topic, uh... What are we smoking, or what am I smoking this week? I got the Dark Star from Rocky Patel. Which is funny, because there's a lot of Rocky cigars that are a lot darker than that cigar. Yeah, it's kind of a, like a, I guess a misnomer in the name. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's has a Corojo wrapper from Honduras uh, with kind of a like a milk chocolatey brown, but I wouldn't call it dark. Uh, includes a blend from Nicaragua, Honduras, and Paraguay fillers, which I've not, don't think I've ever had yeah. tobacco from uh, Paraguay. Paraguay, huh? I don't, that's not one of the big, you know, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, supposedly it's a medium plus, but it has a lot of flavors. Uh, they say dark chocolate, espresso, dried fruit. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, I get any of that on the, as we. I'm uh, getting a get lot of smoking. mocha and espresso from mine. Yes, because you're <laughs> drinking the Black <laughs> Rifle Mocha Espresso. I did try some of the uh, Black Rifle Cold Brew. It because uh, I, I had to go to Walmart and get coffee because I ran out and uh, so they had like a salted caramel cold brew. wasn't bad. I know it's not like cold coffee, but then I started drinking those canned shit. So like the cold brew is pretty much just non-canned cold coffee <laughs> yeah this this is kind of what i've caffeine and hate is what i've learned to operate off of at, at this point i i now understand yep i am i am truly living <laughs> caffeine well, hate and lots and lots of nicotine well yeah december's always a weird month for us because you know with the kind of schedules and holidays and stuff we usually get a little bit of content out and uh this is this i guess this will count as our christmas episode but so that's why I'm wearing my Darth Vader Christmas sweater for those uh, watching on the YouTubes. But we couldn't find a Christmas movie to talk about this year. Or at least not any that were any good, because we wanted to talk about Silent Night, and then that thing kind of bombed and was not in theaters for very long. So we did not get what to see What was it up Night. against? I don't even know, because there's like really nothing Because the out. trailer, you know... But Wonka came out this weekend, so it was like, all right, it kind of came out between big movies. So it's like, all right, we had to clear it out to make room for... Fucking Wonka and Aquaman and everything else that's coming out in the next week or two, I guess. I don't know. You know, I remember, what was it, Saw 10 or something, and, you know, saw the uh, the previews for it and everything. And, I mean, based on the previews, it looked like it would have been, you know, pretty decent. But... Yeah, it's like John Woo, like the you know, old school master of action movies. Like, before there was John Wick, there was John Woo. But, uh, 
yeah, it didn't didn't stay in theaters long enough for me to catch it because I was out of town and hell, you were out of town and it was gone by the time we <laughs> had the time. So maybe it'll come out on video and we'll do like a Christmas in July episode and talk about Silent Night if it's any good. Nothing comes out on video anymore. It just, you know, whatever streaming service you subscribe to will eventually get their hands on it. Well, apparently like now streaming stuff's coming to video because when I was at Walmart the other day picking up my Christmas sweater, they had The Mandalorian on Blu-ray. <laughs> so now they're like releasing shit that was streaming series on being by needs like you know hard copies and that is one thing that i don't like with streaming service like with physical media you can go back and enjoy it whenever but with a monthly subscription you're at the mercy of what content or contracts make things available like you never actually have a thing yeah, and there's several things I would like to watch that are on other streaming services that I just don't want to pay for that streaming service because there's not enough things there I want. But if they released, you know, fucking Star Trek Picard on uh, on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, then I would watch it. But I'm not paying for Paramount or whatever just to watch What's Star Trek. What's a DVD? Uh, these things that uh, used to go in PlayStations that we watched movies on. <laughs> uh, there's only... Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, I they're, mean, they're those glass co- coasters they sell at the thrift stores when you go there. They have like a whole bookshelf of them. <laughs> in the, uh, you know, the heyday, you know, ripping DVDs and, and all that kind of stuff. Apps. I think the only Blu ray I ever purchased was probably Range 15. <laughs> like, I never had, you know, a dedicated Blu ray player outside of the. I think the PS4 played Blu-rays, right? Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I still have my PS4 is because I, I don't ever have time to game. But it's like the the few Blu-rays I have, it's it'll play those. But mostly, it's the thing Netflix lives on uh, when I'm not using my computer. Or, you know, because I've got a dumb TV in the shed and a smart TV in the house. So when I'm out here in the in the nerd cave, I got to use the PlayStation to watch the Netflix. <laughs> but so we're gonna skip Christmas, I guess, and go kind of. It's I would say this would fit as a new year's movie because it's it's about an epic party and usually that's uh i mean that's close enough to christmas for me anyway because kind of the week christmas day is just a ton of running around for me and then after that i can't wait to just be obliterated into the new year yeah so now we're talking about netflix's new action series obliterated uh so, uh, and if you're going to get obliterated, you should call in the Strike Force, StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo um, code Cigar I think Nerds. this is the Strike Force, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're finally talking about an actual Strike Force. Uh, so, yeah, if you need to get nuked, uh, jack up a whole bunch of, uh, of uh, Strike Force Energy using your promo code Cigar Nerds. And with that, we'll be uh, right back with the party. We just saved Vegas. And if the world knew what we did here today, they'd want us to party like the rock stars we are. Bomb you deactivated was a fake. We still have the five kiloton nuclear device. You have until 9 a.m. If you do not comply, the city will be obliterated. See, this is why I don't drink. Oh, good for you, Paul. We should all be so fucking boring. Did you hit someone? Of course not. What the f- no, I don't care how messed up we are. We're still the best in the game. Let's do it! 
make one move and I'll blow you motherfuckers away. I have a clean shot. Even though I am half drunk and he is fully drunk and high, we're the only people on the planet who can keep it from getting blown to hell. We believe he was drugged. Any idea what drugs they gave him? All of them. And welcome back. It's time to get obliterated. So gather your Molly, your <sighs> ecstasies. Is Molly ecstasy? Are those I two different so. things? No, I think, I think they're the same. I don't okay. know. I'm, we need some acid. Not up on my... Uh, my we need some mushrooms. And some guacamole. <laughs> and some guacamole. Epic fucking guacamole. And I'm really disappointed that you didn't bring a stuffed camel or something to set up as a prop. Oh, shit, I need it. I don't have a cam co-camel. That, that's the new sequel to Cocaine Bear. It's Cocaine Camel. Ah, <laughs> uh, But yeah, this, this was just such a... Like, the action was badass. There was a lot of comedy. There was, you know... Well, that's the thing we've kind of talked about, Tom, that, like, there's no adult comedies anymore. Every, like... You know, back in the day, like we had like serious, like hard R comedy movies with like tits and violence and drug use, and everyone's gotten a little too sensitive these days. So it's been kind of a while before we got really got a good R-rated comedy, and then this thing pops out, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They're like, they're going for it. It's. <laughs> I mean, just your your merry gang of misfits. But isn't that the the damnedest thing? Take a night off. All right, we're gonna party. Oh, we're not really off. I can relate to that so well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, about that vacation I told you to. to you're still sober because I need you to like you know go fight terrorists. God damn it! <laughs> Even when you're off, you're not truly off. So yes, the premise of said movie, uh, it, 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 this movie really reminded me of uh, The Hangover meets. Like, Dude, it was Terminal The Hangover List. meets Waiting meets Terminal List meets. Because that was the thing I, I really appreciate. Like the action sequences were, like legitimate. I mean, they, they it wasn't like, you know, an action comedy where there's you know where it's heavier on the comedy than it. Like when there was time to do action, like. They did some good ass action. Apparently, like you know, uh, this was created by the guys behind uh, Cobra Kai, so they got some experience with uh, with some action. But uh, yeah, like the action sequences were were awesome. But then it was just funny as shit, and then just random nudity. <laughs> well, I mean, when in Vegas, it's pretty much Vegas violence and random nudity <laughs> and lots of drugs and alcohol. Uh, I don't know. I had uh, quite a few, like, I felt like there were several nods to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas throughout this. <laughs> we're in bad country. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe less reptiles and more uh, goblins. <laughs> I mean, and then you got, like, you know, Navy SEALs wearing uh, Hawaiian shirts, which is, you know, pretty Fear and Loathing. <laughs> kind of feel like in Vegas. Like that that's how you know you made it. <laughs> just, just straight pimping, fucking Hawaiian shirt wearing ass motherfuckers. Just 
just watch out for the Russians. Comrade. <laughs> yeah, so the premise of this is a Russian mobster, I guess you were... Uh, weapons Arms dealer. dealer. Arms dealer. He's supposedly going to sell a nuke to some kind of terrorist. And uh, so they had to put together a joint special operations team uh, with... Yeah, you know, CIA, Navy SEALs, Marine snipers, Air Force pilots, Army the EOD. The best of the best. Yeah, the the fucking A team, GI Joe, to like take down this this uh stop this guy from selling the nuke, which they do, and they're like, "Hey, we're goddamn American heroes, and no one's ever gonna know this happened." So I say, we take what's left in the operation budget and throw the most epic party like true American heroes should do, and fucking rage and then turns out that the nuke they uh found was a scam and the real nuke still in play and they're the only team on site to to handle it but now they're all on drugs and drunk as fuck and have to <laughs> save the world while fighting off a hangover <laughs> god has that ever happened to you like you just hellaciously hungover are like oh fuck a situation just arose. I've got to sober the fuck up right now. And you're like trying to convince yourself to be sober. I've been uh, there. Or trying to like, you know, pretend to be sober. <laughs> and then just get distracted. <laughs> uh, I remember we had to take a, a girl we were hanging out with. Got fucking plastered. And like, by no fault of our own. <laughs> we had to like take her, give her a ride home. And, uh, I was drunk as fuck, but, uh, so having to like, you know, talk to her mom and trying to pretend that I'm sober. Was... <laughs> I'm doing so great. I'm not doing great at all. You're like, we don't know what happened. She got away from us at the party and we found her just fucking hammered. Hey, there's a cat. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> the fucking OCD kicks in. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm totally, totally sober. Am I seeing camels right now? <laughs> yeah, and they throw the most epic of parties. There's, like, freaking... I mean, I kind of, like... I feel like that's just a stereotypical Vegas party. It's like... That's what everyone imagines a Vegas party is actually like. <laughs> Staying in this, like, $60,000 a night suite. Fucking, uh... They're like... We're gonna do Molly, and Homegirl's like, uh, he's like, I got y'all some presents, and like his, uh, his kind of the muscle of the team, uh, uh, trunk, his, uh, gets him a shirt that just has an arrow pointing down in his junk. Says, "This is what happens in Vegas," <laughs> and the the team uh, sniper Gomez, who's a hot uh, Latino uh, lesbian girl, gives her a giant clear dildo that apparently you can crack it like a glow stick so it'll glow <laughs> it's tactical yeah it's yeah you gotta see it at night i got my emergency my emergency go light oh but then they all do molly and shenanigans ensue there was a lot more involved than molly although i i do want to say I hope I can only be half as cool as Haggerty when I'm old and gray. I'm never going to go gray, because 
I'm not going to have hair for that, but... You get gray beard. Gray beard, yeah. <laughs> That's already a thing. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, uh, especially on the sides. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like gray on the sides. It's weird. It'll be full Santa Claus in another couple of years. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Haggerty is like, I mean, we're kind of talking about like nods to, uh, to fear and loathe in Las Vegas. Very much like a good nod to like weekend at Bernie's. Cause oh, yeah. Haggerty like just fucking puts himself into a coma through most of the movie. And it, and they just have to like weekend and Bernie's his ass around like through most of the mission. <laughs> I think he's awake for like the first episode and like the last two episodes, and the rest of the time he's just fucking ragdoll. Like, if we go to Vegas, I'm not pulling your ass around on a la- raft. You're on your own. Hey, I'm skinnier now. Won't, won't be as bad. <laughs> we so, can, we gotta get one it. of those. Um, I'm getting pulled. If anybody's getting pulled on a raft. No, nah, we got to get one of those uh, the fold out uh, wagons that you see everyone like dragging their kids around in, like sporting <laughs> events that has the big tires. Somebody just like flat out over like. Ugh. I just keep one of those in my car for emergencies. We're like, oh, somebody get the wagon out. <laughs> Strap you down to a uh, a fucking uh, what the hell the the thing you move like refrigerators and shit with. Just wheel you around like you're uh, like you're fucking, fucking Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal, yeah. <laughs> Put the mask on you. <laughs> to wheel you into the hotel. Like, we're checking in. <laughs> Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> I appreciate you putting the mask on. At least I know I won't wake up with a dick in my mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we, we talked about being an R-rated comedy. Uh, equal opportunity with the nudity. It wasn't just a... Uh, you know, misogynistic. Uh, we had we had equal tits and dicks in this movie. I, I think I seen just as many dicks as I seen tits in this movie. <laughs> Some are more shocking than others because, like, when Haggerty walks out, that they like you know the team's like raging through the night and they get the call that hey, we need y'all to go to back into action and they you know have to run everyone out. And they're like, you know, where's where's you know, is Haggerty with you? Oh yeah, he's with us. Uh, like we might need him to fuse when you find the real bomb. And they're like kind of discussing what their next steps, and Haggerty just walks out full f- butt ass naked. Like we saw old man dick. We you know, we 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 said like a few years ago that like old woman tits was like the new thing in horror, and we got to see like full naked old. Who <laughs> then immediately like Haggerty has left the building, and then passes out face first onto the glass coffee table. <laughs> no uh, cuts though. I mean that was impressive. I, mean, I will say though feat. that. Um... Another kind of sort of boondock saints-ish, you know, with, you know, the the classical music and everything when he's doing, you know, his actual EOD shit with defusing the bomb and like, I, I can't do this without my music. And, you know, like I was having flashbacks of like, you know, the detective, you know, and boondock saints being like, it Play was six guys with guns. No, yeah. it was one guy with six guns. Like, yeah, when he when they first raid the Russian and like uh, when they're thinking they're taking the actual that action sequence, those, those dudes like just just straight smoking people right and left, and like freaking uh, Gomez taking the uh, the double headshot uh, with this <laughs> two for one. I was like, fuck yeah! But uh, yeah, then they bring Haggerty in to defuse the uh, the bomb. He's like. 
got to find the perfect song. And then like, she's like, what? And he's like, and she's like, they're like, don't worry. All the OD guys are a little crazy. It's, it's this is his method. And he's like, yeah, it's like, you, the trick is you got to pretend that you find the right song. And it's like, there is no clock. There is no timer. We're... <laughs> and I like how they're like, you know, He's like freaking singing along and like you get the kind of the classic and like you can you can't hear anybody else because you're on like Haggerty's perspective. But you can see everyone else like fucking losing their shit in the background. He's just so calm and like the, the music and everyone else is like, fuck it, we're all going to die. <laughs> shit. He's like secretly he's figured it out in like 15 seconds and he's like, ah, we're just going to let the timer run just for suspense. Yeah, it's dramatic effect. You know, in every movie where a bomb is going to go off you never disarm it before it's at one second i've got five minutes and what i'm going to do to this only takes like three seconds so i'm going to sit here and just fuck around for two and a half minutes <laughs> it's like unless it's a james bond movie then it, the timer always stops at seven so you get the 007 but any other movie it's like no no we we have to like push this till like one second before it goes off and i kind of like how this movie ran real time so you find like we've got eight hours to find and stop this bomb and it was eight episodes and that also you know it's so like even though it's eight episodes this all takes place in one long ass night so they're fucked up through most of <laughs> the show well i mean anybody and, that's you know, hangover starting to like to, you to know set in that's with you for you got six hours you know depending on the amount but you know, coming from a guy that's never did that, you know, to being like, whoa, we had Haggerty's trifecta guac, which. <laughs> yeah, Haggerty, uh, his his contribution to the party is guacamole with pineapple, which I've never experienced pineapple chunks in guacamole, but with uh, shrooms and uh, some. He said it was LSD, but I've never seen like LSD in that form. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you know, he's like his, you know, pineapple guac with mushrooms and LSD. And of course, like the one, the pilot of the team who's like, I'm the designated driver. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't own anything. He's like, ooh, guacamole. Innocently enough, you know. <laughs> kind of like the guy who, you know, the trope of, uh, oh, these are some good brownies. And then like not knowing that you got the good brownies. <laughs> ooh, I just ate a brownie. But I really want another brownie. <laughs> yeah, so he ends up. He's like, they're all they're all fucked up. And he's like, all right, get the chopper. We need to go to like the black site where we're holding this Russian and see if we can get intel to find out where this fucking bomb is. And he's like, are you good to fly? Of course I am. I've got nothing in my stomach except guacamole, and like just kind of like the slow descent of him because he's he's good probably through like an episode or two before it really kicks in, and he's like starts like seeing the fucking the the goblin <laughs> or gremlin because you know that's the thing you know, gremlins always that was the kind of the myth in world war ii that like if you had unexplained uh your mechanical failures in your plane it was it was always the gremlins <laughs> it's like of course the pilot starts seeing seeing a fucking gremlin like what's going on paul and he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah i'm good i'm i'm not going crazy and then he goes full fucking crazy <laughs> I mean, he does all right. He holds his own for the most part. Yeah, until he's until the plane turns to cake, <laughs> and he starts ripping the console apart, trying to kill the gremlin, and ends up crashing the helicopter in the desert. 
I mean, dude, the government lost, you know, a whole fucking aircraft, okay? Like, <laughs> it's just another day. Yeah. Oh. But that whole, like... <laughs> like, the Paul B plot is, like, he finds out his daughter has gone to Vegas for, like, after prom party, and he's like, fucking Vegas is gonna blow up, so he's, like, frantically trying to, like, get his daughter on the phone through the whole thing, and he's having these, all these fantasies of, like, you know, her getting, having sex with, like, dudes, and, you know, he's more worried about that than, uh, than, you know, the whole her getting blown up by the nuke, I think, it's at times. And you get that, like, after the plane crash, which we've skipped way ahead, we'll, we'll fucking go back and forth, because we got OCD, or, uh, ADD, yeah, one of those things. I got all the A's through Z's. What does that encompass? Uh, uh, pretty much everything. AIDS. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, he has like, they crash the helicopter in the desert and get separated and you see him like find an ATV and he's like, I gotta go save my daughter and drives back to Vegas and like the Russians have captured his daughter trying to like use him to find because we end up getting like two bad guys, like a, a bad guy subplot, but we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. This whole like epic action sequence where he goes in the hotel, like fucking John wick and like rescues his daughter and like fucks up these Russian dudes. And then, you know, you know, finally gets his daughter and like has this whole, like, you know, make up with her. And then it cuts back to, he's like just hugging a cactus in the desert. So this like whole, like 30, 40 minute, like badass actions, like, series where we had following Paul was all just a fucking delusion. <laughs> but, I mean, then, but then they show like the ATV and like the dead Russians. So he ended up like killing some Russians that they sent out to kill them our mercenaries. I don't think it was the Russian at this point them out in the desert after the plane went down. So he did actually fuck somebody up, but in his mind <laughs> he was fighting Russians in the hotel, rescuing his daughter. And it's like, it was like this, the whole fucking like badass action sequence was all just, you know, a figment a, a, of a bad acid trip. <laughs> it's Hollywood, man. <laughs> Just like, because you see it doesn't mean you can trust it. Yeah, because like Paul went like full John Wick. I mean, he was like <laughs> doing some badass shit, fucking like Jackie Chan and that bitch. And then like, I'm gonna hug this cactus because I'm high as fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Prickly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I also love the the subplot of of Trunk. He just wants a fucking snack, and n- never never a time to indulge. Yeah, it's like he keeps hitting like whatever the food version of cock blocked is, <laughs> snack blocked. <laughs> Like, that is the epitome of, like, ultimate hangry. Yeah. I've been there where, like, you're drunk, it's two in the morning, and you're like, God damn it, I need food. Someone, we gotta find someone sober to drive us to the Waffle House. <laughs> we need snacks. That are you send somebody at, at this... When we were younger, you know, McDonald's was actually open 24 hours. I can remember on more than one... Yes, we need a bag full of burgers. <laughs> well, we've got Whataburger now here in Georgia. They're like the only burger place, that Steak and Shake, that's open all night anymore. So you, so 
we could go back to the days of like somebody go to Whataburger and get some cheeseburgers at two in the morning. I can't vouch for the quality. I've not done a late night burger run at uh, Whataburger yet, but I know you, uh, they're open twenty four hours. Been to their location here? Since I've been. It opened? It's pretty good. I I've had like their barbecue bacon burger. It was pretty decent. I haven't been yet. It's like the line is always like fucking huge, so it's like it's like you know, any new restaurant in a small town, it's like going to be busy as fuck for like six months. Surprising to me that it hasn't been busier, but you know, I guess because Outback and some other stuff just opened here as well. It's like, oh, we got a restaurant <laughs> got that's, <options. laughs> that's just about the same restaurant on the opposite side of the street, but everybody's going to go here because it's new. And it's yep. like, it's the same shit. Uh They've got a spicy ketchup. It wasn't very spicy, though. I gotta have someone else eat it because, you know, my spice buds are like burned out because I eat radioactive shit all the time. I forgot. So I don't know if I got some peppers I need to offload on you because I can't eat the bitches. (laughs) Really? Oh, sounds ominous. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's Scotch Bonnet, but. I I ate half of one, and it was, like, all I could do to keep from, like, fucking throwing it back up is how hot it was. (laughs) That's like I made, I smoked uh, some jalapenos and stuff and made, like, smoked salsa. And I was like, man, this is mild as shit. Like, it's like, I'm disappointed. I should have put more peppers in it. And then, like, Amanda and the rest of the family try it, and they're all, like, fucking sweating, going, this is, like, fucking too hot. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just, like, you know... (laughs) I'm broken. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you eat a lot of spicy stuff. You you develop a certain tolerance, and people that, you know, like, don't. <laughs> it's like, oh, black pepper's too hot. <laughs> like, what? This is the spicy. I'm spicy. <laughs> I forgot where I went. I think it was a Peruvian or, yeah, restaurant. Anyway, they bring out this green sauce. And it had a good heat level and flavor to it. I'm trying to talk to the dude. And I'm like, so what is this? And, you know, like, he spoke very little English. So he just kept saying, it's a spicy. (laughs) So so all I know is uh, it's a spicy. Oh, No idea what kind of sauce it was or anything else, but... It's a spicy. I need to figure out what this was for next time I go to Tennessee. Uh, but uh, I just went to Tactical Response in Camden, Tennessee. And there's like a, not a lot of restaurants there, but there's one like really good Mexican place. Uh, I think it's like uh, Velocarte or something like that. But usually after like day one of the class, we all go to dinner together. And we all went to the Mexican place and these two dudes like ordered something. And I don't know what they ordered. But this shit was like so goddamn hot when it came out that it was on like, you know, the the cast iron plate usually get like fajitas on and the heat of the plate was aerosolizing the peppers and it basically fucking pepper sprayed the entire table. Like everybody started coughing, like not just at our table, but the tables next to us. A couple guys had like get up and like step away from the table because like fucking eyes were burning and everyone was coughing. And I'm like, I need to try that next time (laughs) because if it's that evil, like. I want to. I want to sample some of that. <laughs> it's like my steak tacos were not uh, nearly as uh, uh, hot as whatever those two guys ordered. I'm like, I got to figure out what the fuck that was next time because yeah, that shit about about killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bio weapon. 
Uh, but yeah, we get, uh, you know, the Russians right hand man, uh, is like, we've got this nuke and we're going to set it off. If, uh, you don't release our dude and they, uh, finally track homeboy down and, uh, it's going to like take him out and then random other motherfuckers show up and like kidnap the guy they're trying to kidnap. So now we've got like two groups of terrorists. We've got the original Russians and then we've got the people that apparently that they were going to sell the bomb to originally is not happy that they're using the bomb for collateral. So now you got, uh, you know, two groups of trying to (laughs) fighting over the nuke. Yeah. Such as the way of terrorism. You got like American terrorists and Russian terrorists. <laughs> I mean, wasn't the one dude Korean, the original buyer? Yeah, they were like. So basically, what what happened was, he decides he's gonna get paid twice. So he sells a fake bomb to some like Bitcoin uh, entrepreneurs that think if they nuke like a bunch of money, that their Bitcoin will become like a lot more uh, expensive. <laughs> So they, you know, he was selling them the fake nuke, and then he was going to sell the real nuke to these, uh, basically, uh, mercenaries that wanted to start to like a new like civil war or whatever. <laughs> wanted to like it's a new world order, man. NWO. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they end up, uh, and then they ha- we also have. Uh, uh, What's her name? The uh, the uh, uh, Lana, who's uh, supposed to be a like TikTok influencer, with it just happened to be banging the Russians and got caught up when they raided the first <laughs> the first meeting. And they're like, "You spent time with this guy, so you're gonna come with us because you might remember something like useful." Oh, <laughs> uh, so like the rush they uh. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember we went to this, like, warehouse. So, like, oh, to meet with some dude. So, they're like, oh, that's got to be the people that stole the Russians. Let's go. So, they get, you know, another, like, badass action sequence of them trying to raid this this, uh, warehouse compound. But then they end up taking the girl and Turk because he gets knocked out because, you know, dude's got low blood sugar or some shit. (laughs) Uh, And that involves, you know, ensues with the helicopter chase through the desert when homeboy starts flipping out and ends up crashing the helicopter in the, in the desert. But then you get to like the most disturbing of, well, first you get the, like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lock the Russians in the, in the freezer and freeze those fuckers to death. And we're going to put the Americans in the, uh, the sauna and just cook them. And you know, fucking Turk finally wake a uh, trunk finally wakes up and like, Lana's just sitting there like, you know, butt naked. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> She's like, don't worry. I know you're gay. It's <laughs> like, what? How'd you know I was gay? He's like, because you're like the only person that hasn't been looking at my tits this whole time. It's <laughs> like, true enough. <laughs> we have a plan. I'm going to seduce them. And when they come in here, dude beats him to death with a fucking uh, lava rock out of a sauna. I was like, Ooh, that's got to suck. Not only does it hurt, it burns. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's great. Cause it opens a wound and cauterizes. <laughs> it's like a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> it's dual purpose. 
but their escape is short-lived and they get uh captured by the the mercenaries again who has like a creepy torture specialist on staff and yeah that's probably one of the most disturbing things he's got them both like locked up like i mean are you not a fan of, fan of sounding oh for y'all at home if you want to know what sounding <laughs> is google that or go on pornhub and look that up because that's putting things in your pee hole <laughs> but this dude has this thing it's like a fucking like a almost like a rod you use for like a cleaning rod for your gun it's like a long metal tube on the end of like a drill it's just a handheld blender. And That's all it is. Spikes come out and then it spins. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to stick this in your pee hole until you tell us <laughs> all the things. <laughs> and yeah, it shows it. Like, there's no like off camera. Like, they show it going in his pee hole. <laughs> it's like, fucking, even the terrorists are like, some of them are like gagging in the corner, like, oh, can't. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. I mean, that shit hurt. You know, there was a movie trope in here, and we completely bypassed it. Fucking Varsity Blues. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> we forgot to talk about uh, the other uh, Maya learner who is the NSA computer. Because you always got to have someone in the van that does all the hacking. And she's obsessed with uh, the the lead of the uh, Strike Force um Chad McKnight, Navy SEAL, uh, played by Nick Zano. Anyone who's uh, a fan of uh, Legends of Tomorrow on uh, you know, on the old DC Arrowverse shows, which never thought I would see his his butthole, but uh, I now know what. <laughs> I, the fucking sex scenes too were like pretty fucking graphic. I was like, damn, Netflix is going all out. <laughs> um. Yeah, but she's obsessed with him because she's like a little nerd girl, and she's like, like, oh my god, he's like just ripped and shit. And she's like, yeah, but he's got no brains. She's like, oh, I got enough brains for the both of us. I just want. <laughs> so like, she he finally she finally asks uh, Gomez like, what's his type? Oh, he'll bang anything with a pulse. But if it's for like the end game, his 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 hottest fantasy is uh, Ali Lauder from uh, Varsity Blues. So she's like googling like Ali Lauder from Varsity Blues. And if you've never seen Varsity Blues, that's where the whipped cream bikini comes from. So she rolls in like whipped cream bikinied up and finds him banging a uh, fucking winners. The CIA boss that like that, that she had already told that like she was like into, into him. So she gets all pissed off and like fucking run, runs away uh, before the, the real mission starts. So she's like off at a freaking strip club, uh, raging with, a a lady that turns out to be part of the Russians crew. But yeah, she like, like full on, like does the whipped cream. <laughs> it's like classic. Bravo, bravo. Bravo. And for the tech nerd, she was, she was fairly attractive. I was like props. Like, you know, you know, once you got the uh, the baggy nerd clothes off and put on a whipped cream bikini, you're like, all right, that'll play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, that's that's like an old comedy trope too. You always have like the nerd girl that oh she takes her glasses off and now she's like super hot. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, how many how many times have we seen that in like fucking movies? The the nerd chick gets the makeover and now she's like a smoke show. That's just that's a Hollywood magic, baby. Hollywood magic. 
This is Smoky Bastard. <laughs> yeah. For show. Even though it is lighter than we normally smoke, it has a lot of flavor. I don't mind a... It's kind of the same thing with peppers. I haven't been here for a while, but <laughs> you know, that uh, that statement, we have both made that many, many times. <laughs> so I, I think it might be safe to say at this point... Maybe lighter than we prefer? <laughs> True enough. Well, lighter than we smoke in, like, everyday life. Because, <laughs> you know, when, for review cigars, we try a, a variety of things. But, you know, it, it's lighter than our normal go-to. But I don't mind light if it has flavor. And this thing has a lot of uh, a lot of flavor. Gotta give it to Rocky. Don't mind a medium when it's, uh... I'm out of caffeine. <laughs> I can just kick you in the nuts. That'll wake you up. Whatever. I forget about my elbow hurting then, probably. <laughs> just like fucking major pain. I'd give you something to make your elbow feel <laughs> so you don't think about your elbow. <laughs> oh. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a drill over here. We can uh we can rig up one of those. <laughs> no, my dick's not big enough. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it and, would just, it would just, you know, destroy the the entire thing, you know. Even using, the... what about the? Because uh... the team does catch up, <clears throat> and there there's some things that went on before that we'll get back to. But since we're talking about the dick torture, the team does catch up, and McKnight comes in to save him, and you know, knocks the guy out before he can hit the button that shreds the dick. So all all he's got now is just the insertion. And he's like, I'm gonna. He's like, I, I, I gotta touch your dick. I'm gonna have to pull it out. And he's like, Do I have? It's funny because you find out earlier, like, you know, he he. He's like, Hey, I got something I gotta tell you. And he's like, catches him like, you know, having sex with some dude in the because you know, he didn't know he was he was gay. So the whole thing, he's like, you know, because I'm trying so hard for it to not be a problem that I'm making it into a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this fucking dick suckers. You know, he's like, but you know, there's nothing wrong with with sucking dick if you want, but you know. Uh, it's not what he <laughs> he's like do I have your permission yeah you, just get the damn thing out of my dick and you know every action movie like you know you talk about in uh, whatever Last Boy Scout you can't just like hit a guy with a surfboard you gotta say something witty f you know for like surfs up so in traditional action movie fashion you gotta have that that uh, uh, wisecrack when you kill somebody so he successfully gets the thing out of out of his dick and cuts him free well then the the torture guy ends up waking up and jumping on McKnight and then fucking Trunk stabs him up the nose with the dick probe and goes, how's my dick smell motherfucker? <laughs> and then, you know, fucking blends his brains. I was like, oh my god. I was like, of all the fucking <laughs> death lines to, how's my dick smell motherfucker? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was bad. Like Shaq, how's my ass taste? I wouldn't know. Imagine like Papa John's pizza. Food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting uh, to that point. I need sustenance. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like fucking pass out like sir. Yeah, because it's like dude's like constantly getting like every time like they get somewhere like we can order food. Yeah, it's then, like Dude, I've ordered room service. 
Or, or the whole trope of, you know, before uh, he fucking gets captured and, like, you know, gets on Uber Eats or DoorDash or something to get food delivered. <laughs> In, like, the middle of a fucking gunfight. <laughs> Oh, that's that they're... It's like, I'm now 300 feet away. Oh, well, you know, we don't deliver past the original ad. I'll give you more money. Like, as as the bitch is just sitting there chewing down on his Taco Bell. Yeah, then, like, the terrorists end up, like... Nacho Grande. Yeah, somebody runs over his shit during the, during the chase. And he still doesn't get his uh, Taco Bell. But how did you like when... Uh, they're like, all right, we're going to, like... They, f- they figure out the Russian's phone. Like, are right, we going to track him to this meeting? Well, apparently he was on to him and switched phones with somebody. So they, they track him to this hotel room, like, kick open the door for this raid, and there's a fucking uh, orgy going on. <laughs> it was Jeff's fuckfest. <laughs> yeah, they, like, the fucking person who, like, who switched phones with him, like, just happened to be uh, going to a swinger party. <laughs> I feel like that's Frolicon. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, hi, you're here for, you know, blah, 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 like... And he's like, they're like, damn it, we gotta go, we gotta find him. And they're like, you, you sure you don't want to stay? <laughs> I mean, Jeff's fuck face, uh, fuck fest looks pretty. Uh... <laughs> no, we have to find the bomb. Just <laughs> like, oh, it's just another Tuesday. <laughs> and sniper chick, like, on the uh, the fucking Vegas uh, zip line down the uh, down the whatever uh, whatever that famous street is in in Vegas. But she's like too high and, and misses the shot. ends up ends up shooting the uh, the Uber Eats lady in the shoulder. That's that's how Turk lo- lost his Taco Bell. Like fucking Uber Eats lady took a took a round and dropped his shit, and then he got like trampled. But yeah, that should be like a a, a shooting event. Trying to like fucking, I think I've seen that on that that old show they used to have on history, like Top Shot, trying to like fucking hit targets while on a zip line. That's that's got to be uh be crazy. That or in a helicopter. Yeah, and homegirl like hooks up with the fucking bridesmaid at the party, and there's like her little subplot, the whole thing of her trying to, the fucking bride's like calling off her wedding and trying to, <laughs> constantly trying to hook up with her. It's like this is what fun's like. <laughs> uh, sending each other nudie pictures. <laughs> it's just like. We can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Then why is your hand on my pussy? <laughs> like, oh, my bad. That's the Molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, when they're in the desert trying to get to the uh, the mercenaries, you fucking uh, Ava and... Uh, so much desert and no ayahuasca. Yeah. Well, they run into uh, another kind of famous person uh of course yeah some crazy survivalist uh living out in the vegas desert uh crazy uh crazy susan who's played by uh uh lori petty because like that voice sounds from me i finally look i'm like oh fuck that is that's lori petty <laughs> and they're like it's like all right what are y'all doing here and he's like uh we were just on one of those uh vegas helicopter tours and the, and the thing went down like bullshit y'all are lies they finally like we're a secret CIA strike team trying to stop Russians from blowing up Vegas. She's like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> it's one of those, give her the crazy story. And they're like that she'll believe. Cause like she's, she's the fucking, well, uh, I mean, that's just, you know, the, the, the trope to winners, you know, read the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're top secret, blah, 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 blah. Like, 
She's yep. Like, Fucking knew it. <laughs> Fuck them Russians. And he's like, he's like, hey, can I have your shotgun? She's like, oh, I got something better than a shotgun. And she got like a whole like hidden gun bunker. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> this is like the most epic gear up montage. <laughs> yeah. Fucking even puts on the Rambo headband because he's like, you know, a child of 80s action movies. <laughs> got to go full Rambo. Because <laughs> that's what you should do with his mom is watch uh, fucking Stallone movies and shit. And he's like, I'm going to go full Stallone. Oh shit, I got a crossbow or a bow and arrow. I'm <laughs> and then yo, fucking uh Gomez and uh and uh tech chick ends up falling into a, a has to man up, falls into like a old mine shaft and is like surrounded by scorpions. She's like, I need some light. She's like, Hold on, let me give you the glow dick. <laughs> Finally get to use the glow dick uh <laughs> to fight off scorpions. Uh uh, and then poor Haggerty gets like lost in a in a lake. And just kind of <laughs> poor Haggerty. What that dude just <sighs> fucking he hasn't because he slept through like the whole. You know, he's having the damn of his life. He's like unconscious for most of the mission. Wakes up on a raft in a in the middle of a lake and finds a, a houseboat party and like finds a weird lounge singer chick. Goes and gets married, wins wins big at the at the roulette table, and then gets divorced. It's every Vegas night like rolled up into one. He he experiences all of the Vegas, all the things you do in Vegas. <laughs> With all the Elvises, and fucking uh, but this time Paul's so so jacked up that like like. We, we can't let him have a gun. Like, here, give him the sniper rifle and just let him do, like, Overwatch. And, and he's like, the fucking uh, goblin's like, I'm gonna go party with the Russians. And he's like, fuck you. And he's like, goes and gets the, gets the ammo, ends up, like, sniping a bunch of the Russians just because he's trying to kill the fucking goblin that he's seeing. Oh. Like, just the whole thing. Dude, you There's a surging. glowing guy! <laughs> like, yeah, Paul, you're on night vision. I am on Nightfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then they finally figure out the the mercenaries are holed up in a pawn shop in Vegas, but when they get there to raid them, they're already dead. Because little Lana, who's uh, been helping them this whole way and was uh, helped, you know, Turns out she's actually the Russian sister this whole time. And now that uh, she has the nuke, she's like, all right, we're going to... Y'all y'all got to get my brother out. And at this point, you know, the, the they've uh, kind of sidelined the team and turned it over to the FBI, which, as in most movies and in real life, the FBI is pretty incompetent. <laughs> and end up getting themselves killed because they don't, they don't believe the team when they try to tell them that the... Uh, you guys are all just hopped up on alcohol and drugs. Like, no, the, they have a plot with this plane. This plane's going to, you know, and the, their plane is like dump a shitload of money over the strip. So everyone just kind of starts a riot so they can come in, grab the nuke, grab their brother. But he ends up getting killed in the uh, in the crossfire. And uh, so then she just goes like, well, fuck it. I got I'm nothing gonna, to lose. I've lost my family, lost my brother. I'm going to I'm going to nuke this this fucking town. While telling her whole team, they're like, oh no, that uh, pickup's coming. We're just going to go hang out in this hotel. And fucking, uh, 
them finally like trying to raid the thing and like like all right we got i like the, you got like the the black gang members that they've hired you know to like for security like she, turk's like all right i'm gonna turk i keep going trunk is like all right i'm gonna lead off these lead these guys off and like so you only have a couple guys to deal with and they walk up and they're like you need to let us through he's like you're gonna have to kill us to stop you and like all right and like have you actually ever killed anybody because we've killed lots of people <laughs> and they're just like uh yeah this shit ain't worth it y'all go ahead <laughs> but then he gets into that fucking fight that this happens to be in the uh the uh kind of catering kitchen and you think he's like because he's like by this time like just completely out of energy and they throw him into a table and then the t- chocolate fountain starts like draining on his face and he's like calories and just fucking like re-energizes it. and he's like fucking grabbing like turkey legs and like eating while he's beating the fuck out of all these uh, <laughs> Russian guys. <laughs> it's like this epic like fight scene and like, you know, buffet at the same time, just eating and fucking shit up. <laughs> I mean, machine need fuel. Refuel the trunk. And then you get uh fucking McKnight to like falling down the elevator shaft and, uh, landing on the on the Russian guy who somehow survives a 20-story drop and, like, has to fight a giant Russian dude in the fucking I just want to state for the record, like, all I could do is have flashbacks of Dragon Con <laughs> with them running up, like, you take the <laughs> elevator, I'll take the stairs. Fucking <laughs> elevator, like, so he's like, runs all the way up, and then, like, they get there at the same time. <laughs> it's like, fuck! <laughs> oh, and when he, like... Fucking pukes. Yeah, pukes. The trips. <laughs> And then tries to run back down the stairs and, like, hits his puke uh, from earlier and slips and busts his ass. <laughs> oh, like, yep, this sounds like a Dragon Con moment. <laughs> but yeah, when he finally come, makes it back to the fight after fighting the dude, in the, it's like, he had his Rambo montage earlier. Now he's gone full John McClane because he's, like, just dirty uh, wife beater and, and, like, all, I was like, he just went full diehard. I mean, there's, there's so many, like, little, like, secret references to, like, classic action films. Are they films. secrets? They're not secrets. This movie couldn't even have happened because what everybody knows what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Especially nukes. Except for like herpes. I'm pretty sure herpes will follow you home. <laughs> ah, once you get out of Vegas, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Like... Even the the car chase scenes are pretty badass, though, with them, like, in the fucking party van, like. (laughs) Homeboy just wakes up in the back, like, the fuck's going on? You good, dude? Whoa, you're hot. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, shooting uh, fucking RPGs (laughs) at him. Yeah, I mean, this... The action sequences were good, and then the the comedies is just like I'd laugh my ass off of this. You know, they finally stop Ava, and then find out she has another like fake like empty suitcase because she's like she was like gone full suicidal, and she like wanted to make sure she's like all this me like taking over this restaurant was just to like waste time because I want to make sure y'all the nuke's gonna go off regardless, whatever. Fuck it, and they're like. We don't know where Haggerty's at because Haggerty's on his honeymoon. And Paul's like, I've sobered up enough to drive the helicopter again. So if we find the nuke, I'll just fly it out to the desert and pull a Batman from uh, Dark Knight Rises or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to fly the nuke out of town. 
But then, you know, Ava has to use her fucking CIA magic of like, all right, here's all the things I know. The bomb has to be in a slot machine. <laughs> like, she called us from a from a warehouse district. What's in that warehouse district? All right. Slot machine supplies. All right. She probably put it in the alley. Go to the casino. Find the one machine that's not working. And they're like, all right, here's the bomb. And at that point, I think there's like a minute or two. I'm like, dude does not have the time to get this thing out to his chopper and fly. Like, there's no way that shit was going to work anyway. But here comes like, fuck. So Haggerty's missed like this whole thing. Cause he's like threw his phone out in the, and he's like fucking breaks up with his girl because he finds out like she can't have kids. <laughs> Just fucking, and he's like in a limo. He's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going, uh, going to the airport and sees all these people on the street, like on their phones. He's like, what the fuck's going on? And finally like finds out like, Oh fuck the nuke's still in play. And then sees the camel. And he's like, I see an old friend. <laughs> and of course, Haggerty comes riding in on the camel to like save the day. And he's like, but I don't have my phone. I don't have my music. And his girlfriend shows back up and starts, starts singing him a song so he can uh, disarm the nuke and save the day. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> I want a camel. And then have another party. <laughs> It's like, what can the, uh, you know, you, you know, winters, you've saved the day. Like what's like the government owes you a favor. And she's like, well, she can, they can pay it right now. Cause we're going to finish that party. We started, <laughs> uh, and of course, like, you know, McKnight, uh, and her almost hooked up and couldn't. So, you know, well, well, Trunk's been trying to find food this whole episode, you know, McKnight's just been trying to just get his nut cause he didn't get to finish <laughs> And they finally get to finish. <laughs> uh, tech chick like you know, gets over him and starts you know macking on a bunch of other dudes. Like she's she's got her groove now. She's like, I don't need him. I can get my own dudes. <laughs> and Paul finds his daughter. Yeah, and ends up liking the boyfriend. Uh, and then him and Haggard, he's like, oh, buddy, you know, they, you know, my best friend. And then he sees the, uh, the fucking goblin. He's like, Sean. He's like, dude, what's up, man? I haven't seen you since, uh, Guadalajara or whatever. And he's like, you can see that. He's like, dude, you'd be surprised. The shit I can see (laughs) would blow your fucking mind, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gremlins. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend this series. Like, so do you have a have a gremlin when you when you do a bunch of shrooms? <laughs> and why is his name Steve? <laughs> nah, I uh, the most I've ever gotten is like the the cartoon effect. Like if I look at faces, like they look kind of cartoonish you know and but i don't i don't really the one time in my younger days when i took a you know hallucinogen i didn't really see anything i just got super paranoid and thought a porta john was trying to eat me (laughs) it was more auditory hallucination than like (laughs) any kind of visual but then uh, again like you know there's I think there's a big difference between the the natural kind of stuff versus the synthetic, you know, 
party type, you know, like the natural stuff's like, eh, you know, you're still going to be aware of what's going on around you. The stuff that's made in a laboratory somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, probably a whole different level. I've fallen down the rabbit hole on a couple podcasts where they've interviewed people that have done like the uh the plant medicine, the ayahuasca, you know, with like the actual like shamans and shit down in like Peru and they talk about the crazy ass shit they see. <laughs> so I don't like, you know. I still want to be aware of my surroundings. I don't want to be so blitzed out, like, unless I drink a, a bottle of port and pass up my own bathroom. I mean, that's just, you know. <laughs> or call me help. I'm in a Walmart and I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, apparently, that was an epic Walmart trip. <laughs> I uh apparently I, I I took one of their electric pallet jacks and like was running around to employees being like I've operated the fuck out of this pallet jack. <laughs> I walked by another employee and Rachel's like, "You just look over and you you just flat out told the dude, you look like a motherfucker that enjoys pegging." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember uh I remember uh Mike getting trashed one time. We walk into a gas station and he just does the uh the scene from uh from Young Guns where he's like, Hey, we're in the spirit world. You see the size of that fucking chicken? <laughs> and the clerk is like, uh what? <laughs> and we're like, Don't mind him. <laughs> he's in the spirit world. <laughs> but yeah, drinking a bottle of port on an empty stomach in less than an hour, great. Highly recommend it. <laughs> I bought so much Christmas shit. <laughs> like, like Rachel's like, you were literally just like throwing all the Christmas stuff in the cart. Like, and then like at some point I'm like, I just threw her my wallet and I wandered off and she's like, I'm in the middle of trying to check out and you're, I don't even know where you're going. Oh, <laughs> uh, you end up with like Christmas presents to like yourself that you bought. You don't remember like the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, Why did I buy a glow-in-the-dark dildo? <laughs> so you can see in the dark. In case I lose my ass, I can find it. Uh, what did you see? The, the, you they you have, just leave a little bit exposed. That way, you know, it lights up around your feet. You don't have to worry about stubbing your toes. Oh, that's the word. Have you seen those, like, motion-activated toilet lights? No. Yeah, it, like, hooks into, like, the bowl of your toilet, and it's motion-activated, so you don't have to turn the lights on. You walk in there, and basically, as soon as you, like, get close to the toilet, the toilet lights up. And it changes colors, too. They had those at the, uh, the team room where I was staying up in Tennessee, like, so you don't have to, like, turn on the lights and disturb, like, the other people that are, yeah, staying. So you just, like, walk in, and it's like, you fucking shut the door, and all of a sudden the toilet starts glowing red. You're like, I've opened a portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be on drugs in this bathroom. <laughs> oh, fucking like Darth Vader left. Like, fucking who, who turned on the Sith lightsaber in this toilet? <laughs> it's Christmas, okay? It's like, oh God, it's a bowl of blood. Oh. So, uh, any final thoughts on uh, Obliterated? You think we'll get like a a sequel like now they're gonna blow up like fucking a different city <laughs> is this something you can really do a part two to i mean you could 
you know, I mean, where are they now type thing. Uh, you know, I mean, there's always a... I mean, they made three Hangover movies. You would think after the first one they would learn don't take drugs, but... I mean, if we can get three Hangovers, we can probably get three uh, at least three seasons of Obliterated. <laughs> Just different. Next time it's not Vegas, it's like... I mean, Vegas, this was like... only a night, dude. There's yeah. 365 nights in a year, okay? <laughs> We're coming back for New Year's. Fucking, uh... <laughs> Haggerty's, uh... I gotta throw him a bachelor party, uh... Since he <laughs> didn't have one before he got married. Well, final thoughts on this here cigar. Uh, I like it. You know, it, it appeared lighter, but it, I'd say it's a good medium plus, and it has a lot of flavor. Like I said, I'm getting that that kind of dark, not sweet chocolate, but like kind of more bitter chocolate uh, coffee espresso. So it has it has a lot of flavors for a cigar that's not as strong as some of the other stuff I smoke. So like I it it's a good uh a good journey kind of like this this movie was <laughs> where it's like every time you think they're going to win no it, the plot just gets fucking weirder and then gremlins show up and crash your and then up. subplot <laughs> and another subplot ah fuck how many subplots this movie got <laughs> the the movie is just one big subplot that's all there is to it yeah i mean Fucking Weekend at Bernie's, Die Hard, Rambo, <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's like all the greats just rolled up into one. It's like you know, that Hangover meets uh, fucking Rambo or, or some shit. But then again, that could be my only complaint. Is there's still new, nothing new, nothing good. <laughs> that or we've officially gotten old. Everything is just something else. There's no more original, uh, original ideas in the world. But even if you steal from other ideas, at least it's not a straight remake of something. You know, it it was an, not only a semi-original plot. You know, even though they kind of paid tribute to all the great action movies of the day, it's a good return to adult-oriented comedy which I think we've not had that in several years. Uh, so like, and you know, that like, you know, adult action comedy is some, or even not even action comedy. It's like adult humor comedy, you know, is something that, you know, I grew up on and you know what like, this uh, is. It's been sorely I just, missed. I just fucking figured it out. This is goddamn fucking Scooby doo and <laughs> trunk is Scooby. <laughs> Does that make Haggerty shaggy? Yes. <laughs> uh, tech chick is Thelma. <laughs> Ava is Daphne. <laughs> I guess that would make uh, uh not Ava uh Lana. Then I, you've got fucking whatever you know. Uh, fucking Ava is uh uh uh, uh Fred. <laughs> No, no, McClarty's got to be, or you know, whatever his Midnight. name is, Midnight's got to be Fred. They got the, the helicopter, the the whatever the, the what was it the Raven? That's the Scooby Van. <laughs> I mean, they legit I've, had a van yeah, at got, some point. They, like, 
That's oh, damn. That's... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I see it now. <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed that it took me this long to reach that conclusion, but God damn it, that's my contribution as we wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. We'll be right back with some science. Attention, people of Earth! Looking for a way to kill half an hour every week? Try the Flopcast! It's a silly podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, obscure pop culture from the 70s and 80s, and chickens. <laughs> Join us! Bring coffee! We're on the ESO network, and we're at Flopcast.net. It's time for some science. I am ready to get edumacated. Well, uh, speaking of bad ideas uh, with uh, weapons, um, woman uh, carries a concealed gun into an MRI scan. I mean, I kind of feel like big, big, giant ass magnet, anything metal, it's a bad day. Yeah, I've, uh, that's why they have those signs that say no metallic objects in the MRI room because it's the M in MRI stands for magnetic. It's a huge fucking magnet. Oh, could you imagine like missing a, a like oh fuck I well, I forgot to take my nipple piercings out or something. Well, like we've, we've talked about it. Might have been one of the episodes when Amanda was filling in, but. There's someone who had a metal butt plug in and an MRI, and it sucked yeah, it into we, their chest Yeah, I was cavity. there for that one. Yeah, I can't remember if it was what of yours or not, but yeah. So yeah, uh, in February of this year, a, a man was killed after uh, taking a gun into an MRI machine, and now a woman discovered uh, a bigger pain in the ass uh, than no magnetic objects rule by getting shot in the ass while uh, <laughs> keeping her gun on her during an MRI. So, uh, a adverse event reported, uh, by the FDA, uh, describes how a patient entered an MRI room with a concealed handgun, uh, and as she entered the machine, the gun became attracted to like, the Like, I don't even understand how that realistically happens, because, like, anytime I've had an MRI, it's, you go to a separate room, you strip down, they fucking put you in the, you know, ass exposure gown, like... I got nowhere to conceal a thing. Yeah, it was like, uh, and apparently, uh... like I could understand maybe like if 
Well, no, not even in that situation, because, like, normally with an MRI, they only let the technician and the patient in. So it's not like, oh, I'm just here standing by my friend. Well, like, I had not the full, like, get in the uh, the lay-down tray thing MRI, but one just for, like, a chest scan. And that I didn't have to strip down, but I still had to take off my belt and anything metallic before I went into the, the room. So I don't know if she still had, like, you know yoga pants on or if this was like stuffed in her drawers or something. Uh, but yeah, and they, according to the doctor, they went through the magnetic screening thing where apparently they don't like pat you down. They just ask you a bunch of questions, including specifically about weapons and person answered no to all screening questions. But yeah, so when the magnet tried to pull the gun out of her pants, it shot her in the ass. (laughs) Luckily, it was a through and through, no, no life threatening. She just. I know, mean, if you're gonna get shot somewhere, though, the 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 ass would be, you know, kind of the. Yeah, it's gonna suck, but at the same time, like, you're probably gonna be all right. Well, speaking of ass, science has uh, released a report defining the ideal male butt shape. Probably one without an extra hole. I don't know. That's. I, I guess science is going to have to, you know, invent me a butt because I got, like, Hank Hill ass going on, okay? Like, uh, as a dude, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't need ass. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, plastic surgery researchers conducted an online survey of 2,000 individuals who were asked to rate three views of male butts from the side, a three-quarter view, and facing the butt. Uh, Each view was digitally altered across five variants to present possibilities in terms of how much it sticks out in general roundness and its width. It seems there is a happy medium when it comes to enjoying a man's butt. Uh, The results preferred uh, male gluteal aesthetic by (laughs) Lee... Fucking gluteal aesthetic. I don't know for reason that makes me but yeah. Oh god damn. The lead author of the study, Dr. Ashit Patel, A S H I T, of Duke University, uh said the findings suggest that moderately enhanced, well proportioned appearance is the most desirable. So not too big, not too little, just you gotta have like a medium sized ass. Which I too have I've lost weight now, I gotta f i have lost any ass I had. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Yep. Survey determined that the buttocks should not be flat, but also shouldn't stick out too far. So she, you, as a dude, you shouldn't have a dump truck. You just got to have, like, you know, a medium sedan, I guess. <laughs> and even breaking down uh, kind of uh, on uh, <laughs> how different groups uh, revealed the, uh, the average, but uh, not, you know, Super deal. Apparently, African Americans uh, uh, responded preferred slightly larger buttocks, both in ratios and angles. Asian Americans responded uh, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, liking a smaller butt. I mean, Asian cultures, they like tiny things. And apparently, uh, as far as men that answered the survey, it didn't matter gay, bisexual, or heterosexual, all preferred butts that stick out a little more. So even dudes like big butts, I guess, on other dudes. Who knew? I mean, <laughs> like big butts, cannot lie. 
Well, I know you're a man who misses the rains down in Africa. Well, apparently soon you'll you might get more options for rains down in Africa because Africa is tearing itself into two continents and a new ocean could eventually uh pop up. I'm going to go to Africa 1 and 2. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh... I feel like this could be bad, though. Well, apparently it's a very slow process that take will take millions upon millions of years, but eventually... Oh, I'll never be around to see it, then. The eastern it's... tip of Africa, who is actually on a different continental plate than the rest of Africa, is slowly, uh... expanding, and eventually, uh, will create a new ocean between, uh, the... Somalian plate and the Nubian plates that are well science better get to work on uh, how to duct tape the continents back together <laughs> I mean it said it's the uh, current process will take about 25 million years so however in another 5 to 10 million years the change will be big enough to you know start getting that uh, that new ocean forming so yeah, if you're around another ten million, you know, go God, check I out hope new, not. new Lake Africa. Just end it, end it all right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm voting for a giant asteroid in uh, <laughs> 2024. <laughs> oh, well, you've you've picked up some VR goggles. How how you how you liking them? I've I've yet to experience the the Oculus or oh uh, man we gotta uh, so I I put a new game on there last night in fact uh, Arizona Sunset and it's a a zombie game so you know it's kind of cool like you know like one of your you've got your belt that holds your magazines and your pistols and whatever but. You know, like legit, like you got to pull the gun out of your holster, you got to remove the slide from the gun, rack the slide, and you know, like um, the graphics are very decent. I mean, it's not like you can still tell it's absolutely a video game, but you know, like you're like, oh shit, like I'm eye level with the fucking zombies right now, like you know. <laughs> yeah, I seen there's one like VR, like bar fighting game where you're like in a bar and you're like see how long you can last in a bar fight <laughs> um, it's like everybody's like fighting each other in the bar and shit and you're throwing like beer bottles and <laughs> the the dogs um don't react to vr very well <laughs> like there was at one point in the game like i i rescued a dog from its kennel and i started throwing the tennis ball and my dogs are going ape shit thinking i'm trying to throw something for them <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you can get your own VR goggles for the dogs because miniature VR goggles made for mice uh, have been uh, invented to help with brain research. Maybe mice are just VR like the birds are drones, man. Birds aren't <laughs> real. Yeah, so virtual reality has been a mainstay in neurobiological research for over a decade, but since they don't make Oculus Rift small enough for your average rodent, rodent uh, so far, it's just been basically putting a mouse in front of a computer screen and uh, and showing it things to see if it'll, you know, how it'll react in a virtual uh, environment. But now they've researchers have actually built a pair of VR goggles that are small enough to fit on a uh, on a rat. 
the miniature goggles allows the mask to become fully immersed in a 3D VR scene rather than two-dimensionals offered by a computer screen approach. Uh, the goggles fill the mouse's entire field of vision, uh, following them wherever they turn their heads. Uh, and it's kind of one of the uh, videos they've been playing for the kind of like these the, the zombie horror games that uh, that we play. Uh, it's basically having uh, an aerial predator try to attack a mouse uh, and seeing how they respond which you know they respond in two ways fleeing or freezing uh these are both common reactions to predatory events and allows them to map how the brain how those like flight fright flight fight or freeze responses are triggered in the brain further helping kind of you know the the art of mapping uh, brain uh activities so yeah this these uh it's kind of crazy though how like you know, with, you know, even though there's no haptic feedback or anything like that, like, you know, it's kind of different. Like, you know, I, I got it for the racing simulator mainly, but, you know, it's like, oh, shit, like, this truly makes me feel like I'm in the cockpit of a car. So, <laughs> like, if I'm sliding around, like, naturally your body wants to lean and shit like that, even without, you know, having... Yeah, kind of like, uh, I don't know if you remember, like, the old... You used to have them at, like, Six Flag, the motion theater, where where you... It wasn't any... You didn't... The seats didn't actually move, but the screen kind of was this bowl shape that wrapped around you, and it made you feel like you were experiencing motion, even though you weren't doing anything. Yeah. You had the the fucking goggles of that shit. It, probably even an even bigger <laughs> reaction to the brain. The brain's like... Shit's happening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these they, these goggles were also paired with like a treadmill so the mouse could still run around in the environment and still stay within the VR simulation. Uh, and these tiny goggles give 180 degree view on both eyes you know, and, and tracks where they move their head. So, yeah, I pretty mean, much... you got a pretty big open field out back. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, we could fucking set a hellacious... Like, that's... That's the only thing to me that's a little bit like, you know, I got to move the couch and shit like that. And even yeah, then, that's one like, of the reason why I haven't done it because I just kind of have the office here. It's not. Very, but at the same time, like you know, you can, big. you know, a lot of games support being stationary and stuff like that, where like you can use a joystick to fucking move around. Yeah, not quite as immersive that way, but you know, like. Yeah, I gotta try some some VR. I think there's like a VR like arcade here in town now where you can like rent VR experiences uh, over at the outlet mall. Try that. Dude, one I'll day. just uh, fucking bring the the Oculus over and you know Let's see how long it takes us to run into a wall. <laughs> no, we just go out to the fucking field and be like, because oh. you know you like you're able to draw. It's wireless, and so you don't have to be wired. Exactly. Into you know, because I know some of them you had to have like it hooked up to a computer, but now it's. It's on board. Uh, well, I gaming. mean the, the the computer thing is, you know, more so like if you're trying to do like Steam VR or something like that, yeah. where you're playing a game on the computer and your VR mask is essentially just serving as a second monitor. Um, but you know, like yeah, you like know, the the newer versions are have like you know onboard gaming and not you don't have to be hardwired into a system like kind of the earlier. Oculus Virgin, Virgins, Virgins. <laughs> but that's all I got for you this week. We'll be right back with some news. And now it's time for all things nerdy 
in Nerd News. And welcome to Nerd News. Yeah, news. In this rendition of news, we're going to talk about, well, 2023 is coming to a close. All the shit gearing up for 2024. Or at least some of the stuff. So, up first is uh, the Furiosa trailer. On the Fury Road! Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the finished product is... Like, some of the CGI and, and some of the trailer looked a little bit rough compared to, you know, Fury Road. Yeah, I'm surprised it took them this long to make some kind of sequel or, well, a prequel in this case to <laughs> to that movie. Uh yeah, Chris uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Anna Taylor Joy as a uh, young Furiosa. I don't know if he's supposed to be if whatever a Morton. I saw a Morton Joe in the trailer, but I don't know if Chris Hemsworth is like a young Morton Joe or if he's like a whole new character from the. <laughs> it could go either way from the trailer. I mean, you know, Strange will get more ac- more action out of his uh, a Morton Joe costume and break that back out now that there's another movie. <laughs> See how many uh, war boys we get at uh, Dragon Con next year. I, I don't know, because there was a lot of them when Fury Road came out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you know, I mean, it was such an epic film. You know, you had Dufourier, you had all the war boys, the Martin Joe. I mean, like... it was a Dufourier last year, like rocking out in the in the hallway. It was. Like, it, it still it still makes it to to Dragon Con every year, at least uh, in uh, in some regard. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's fucking Mad Max. Like, I'm gonna have to go see it. But there were just a couple of spots that I was just like, oh, not quite the. It's a very early trailer, so they may still be working on some of the effects because they didn't have a hard release date yet. Just sometime next year. But uh, yeah, I so said there's still time. They may improve on the uh, CGI before it actually hits theaters. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking, you know, is, eh, just have to see. Like, uh, looks like we're going to get a new Karate Kid movie. Yeah, with fucking, you know, Mashio and uh, Jackie Chan, which, uh, we had that really bad Karate Kid remake with Jackie Chan uh, and uh, Jaden Smith, so I don't know if... Jackie Chan's playing a new character, or they're going to somehow... Because, yeah, he's not Miyagi in the Danielson universe. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, uh, no word yet on who he's going to play, but I think here should be soon we're getting the final season of uh, Cobra Kai. So looks like after that we're getting a, getting another movie. No word yet whether or not it's going to be related to the Cobra Kai universe or something completely separate. Yeah, I I don't know either, and maybe have Jackie show up as like a relative of Miyagi, like you know he, he wasn't you know our Miyagi, he was like Miyagi's brother, or something. <laughs> be like, yes, I I now hold all the secrets. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like after after six seasons, like this this rivalry and like as, as cool as it's been, I, I kind of feel like it's ran its course. Without, you know, like, just something bigger, better, you know. Yeah, because next season, like, I mean, season, how many more the... times can we be like, 
we're going to put our petty differences aside only to go back to our petty differences. <laughs> like, well, I would say the, the, they ended last season as, as a unit. Uh, and then, you know, we got the big international tournament coming up in, uh, in Cobra Kai. So yeah, no word yet on what the story, uh, line is going to be of the new karate kid with just that Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan are, are, uh, in it. So we will see. <laughs> Yeah, um, a thing I'm excited for, just because I've been a big fan of the uh, Fallout game series, is uh, April 12th of next year, Amazon Prime fucking Fallout, uh, seeing what they can do. This is one of those that's like, a great game series adapted (laughs) to a film, you know, because normally, normally you have films and they try to, Adapt a game series to said film, and it's it's terrible. Well, The Last of Us was turned out good, so I, I I'm optimistic for for the Fallout. Like I've not played a lot of that game, but the tra- the show trailer looks badass. Uh, the fucking like mech suit guys, and I was like, it it all looks like shit I've seen from the from the game. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be uh be interesting. Yeah, I just you know. <laughs> I don't know the actual odds, but I'd say we've got a 50-50 shot at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> tentacle, tentacle, tentacle. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, just have to see. I mean, you know, they they were able to do some great stuff with Witcher. Um, you know, obviously that being Netflix, but... Maybe some people are taking some playbooks and like, yeah, we're gonna do something decent. You know, Amazon's pretty big up there with, yeah, you know, stuff pretty, like the boys and everything else, and you know, able to do some shit with you know larger budgets. So hopefully, hopefully Fallout doesn't suck. <laughs> Maybe it's not another Halo. We'll see. Um, the boys season four. I still haven't even finished season three yet. I just got, haven't watched the spinoff yet either. Like Gen v, Gen Z, uh, v was good. It was just as fucked up as the boys, if not worse in a couple, <laughs> a couple occasions. So I definitely Is recommend that the you, one uh, that uh, that Amanda wouldn't watch. Yeah, she refused to watch that. Well, she's not watched any of the boys since the uh, the gill fingering scene in season one. I've not been able to convince her to watch anything since then. So she would not watch uh, Gen Gen V when it came out, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, suggest you catch up on all things boys before the next season because even the spinoff is was fucking good. Yeah, and that's I don't know. This is what makes me hold out hope that Amazon's going to do great things for Fallout because you know so far this has been a badass series. Um, I don't know. What the hell was the Homelander looking all zombie-like toward the end of the, the trailer? Like, <laughs> Who knows? So, I, I, and I, I don't know. Then we got fucking Tentacle, 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 and <laughs> I don't know. I see some potential for some disturbing things. But no official release date on this yet. Just uh, sometime in 2024. Coming soon. Like so many other things, we gotta see if there's another COVID by then. Um, fucking Godzilla and King Kong look like they're gonna be teaming up again. Yeah, uh, last time we had Kong, uh, Godzilla v Kong. Now it's 
Godzilla X-Kong. So now they're partners. <laughs> like They're going to be homies fighting some other weird monster. And Kong's got some kind of fucking Infinity Gauntlet fist thing, looks like. <laughs> and a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's Diddy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, I... I don't know. I I mean, the Godzilla movie now, like, I've heard nothing negative about it. And I don't like the budget was not stupid huge compared to a lot of the other movies that are coming out right now. I've got to get over there and see it because everyone has said like you know the original because this is you know kind of, we've kind of got two universes now. We got the American Godzilla franchise and we've got the OG Japanese Godzilla franchise and the Japanese are still doing it fucking right apparently so not well, had a chance to see that yet but I've, it's definitely on my list of things i need to go see i mean dude like talking about physical media and stuff like that like i still have so many of the the fucking vhs tapes of fucking rubber you know suit godzilla and shit like and some of that shit look better than this the fucking cgi shit and it's like they know how to make a guy in a rubber suit just look badass but, it's a lost art <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. Curious to see what the new Empire... I don't know. Did they steal that from Star Wars? We're going to have Kong and Godzilla in Star Wars before long. <laughs> the Empire is striking back. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, Godzilla is like a giant-ass lightsaber. <laughs> Walking Death Star. <laughs> Fucking Yeah. Uh, no release date once again, just uh, sometime in 2024. Um, yeah, so the time of teaser trailers, because everyone's schedule's been so fucked up because of the the strikes and shit. That they're like, uh, things are coming out. We haven't decided when yet. 2024, Joe. <laughs> 2024. Maybe. Heavy year for movies. Maybe. Uh, Dune 2. Um, that trailer is also on the horizon. Um I, I, it just looks fucking epic. Like, watching it on a small screen, I'm like, eh, this, like, the the epic battles and everything else, like, this is gonna be one for theaters, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Hell, I still haven't seen the first of the new Dunes. I'm never a big Dune fan, but it's it's on streaming now, so maybe I need to watch the first one to see if it's, I'm gonna go see this second one. But trailer looks, looks uh, nice if you're a fan of the Dunes. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah. It's one of those series that, I mean, this will probably be one that I'll have to check out in IMAX, because, I mean, it's our birthday month. You know, comes out March 1st if <laughs> everything holds. So. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about some action comedy and, uh, you know, talking about obliterated and, you know... It, some OG shit. Some, <laughs> some, you know, definitely a series that paved the way. Fucking Beverly Hills Cop. Looks oh, like yeah. Eddie Murphy is back in the saddle again. He's We've finally, got... I mean, he's made some, like, Christmas movie that's on... I think it might be on Netflix or Disney or something like that. Like, he, he used to be the adult comedy, you know, guy... And then he's, like, the last several, hell, last decade, he's been making nothing but, like, family-friendly films. So it's nice to see him back in, like, the action comedy world with uh, 
you know, a, a return to Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, this one going to be on Netflix. Uh, Axel F, uh, aka Beverly Hills Cop Four, and it looks like they've got the entire original cast back. Even uh, Serge, the the weird foreign guy, Aquel. Like they even got you know freaking him back, and I'm not seeing him in anything in like years. So it's like, yeah, all the old school. Uh, guys uh, from the the previous films. I wonder if a, someone will get a banana in the tailpipe this time around. Yeah, classic uh, Beverly Hills Cop uh, prank. Uh, but yeah, uh, no release date yet other than next year and on Netflix. So we won't have to go to theaters to see this one. You can watch Axel right at home. Yeah, Taggart, Billy, Surge, you know. Yeah, just when that theme song kicks in, it's like, it's like, ah, oh, this could be any like fucking action movie, and then it's like, dun, 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 dun. like, holy shit, is this another Beverly Hills Cop? <laughs> and if you want to feel old, forty years since the original came out, <laughs> yeah, fucking <Get> old. <laughs> uh, the thing is, everyone else in that film looks like it's been forty years. Fucking uh, Eddie Murphy is barely aged. <laughs> Dude looks still looks the same. You think they're de-aging? <laughs> like, they found the, you know, fountain of youth somewhere that only only a couple of the elites have uh, managed yeah, to... Billy and Taggart definitely looks like they've gotten older, but fucking Eddie still could, like, <laughs> pass for his 30s, maybe 40s. He's got to be fucking 60 at this point. God, I just saw a thing, like, uh, I guess for the Simpsons new season, and... You know, a lot of people were commenting, like, you know, the voice of Marge, and it's like, that lady has been doing the, you know, fucking voices of three characters, and she's <laughs> almost 70 years old. People's like, bring back original Marge, and it's like, it is. <laughs> she's just Like, old. people are getting older now. Like, damn, this, this show has been on for... Yeah, Eddie Murphy is 62. He fucking looks younger than I do at this point. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, that's because you weren't a Beverly Hills cop, my friend. Yep. Any other news, tidbits, anything you'd like to share with the folks? On? Ah, that's all I got for you this week. This is probably our last episode of the year. Uh, we'll see you back next year. Uh, check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. Uh, we're on the ESO Network at ESOnetwork.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or X, at CigarNerdPod. We're on the YouTube at CigarNerdPodcast. Uh, I've been dropping some... Some new Tactical Tuesday videos there. Go check those out. Um, get your energy drinks at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code Cigar Nerds. Get your shirts at RealMenSmokeCigars.com. Uh, also check out uh, Kings of Camo YouTube video. They just built a gun for me. Uh, that video should be coming out this week. Uh, shout out to those guys. And I'm going to be doing their podcast sometime coming up next year. Uh, and with that, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Peace. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We are your hosts, Smokin' Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.